What's up guys, Dalton here. Before we hop into this episode of the PT Coffee Cast, I just wanted to touch base with you and say thank you. Thank you for tuning in. Whether this is your first time listening or you've been rocking with us since day one, we appreciate your support. Every like, comment, share, subscribe, whatever it is, truly does mean the world to us and it continues to push us to put out the best possible content for you guys. Before we hop in, I just want to talk to you about our partnership with Physio Network. Physio Network is on a mission to improve physiotherapy standards worldwide. They do this through their research reviews. If you sign up, you'll get 12 research reviews per month in both written and audio form. Articles are selected and appraised by industry experts such as Sandy Hilton, Mary O'Keefe, Tom Goom. Um, former PT Coffee Cast guests such as Teddy Wilsey, Sam Spinelli, Jared Hall, Tom Walters, and plenty more. They're clinically relevant and recently published, and they take less than five minutes to read one review, saving you hours of work. This also solves that problem that we all struggle with. How do we stay up to date with the research? Physio Network has you covered. They also give you access to a members-only Facebook group, and you can do quizzes that will get you CEU points. They got it all. If you guys are interested in trying out Physio Network, you can start your seven-day free trial now by using the link in the show notes or our bio on Instagram. This will give you the option to play around, see what you like. Do you like listening? Do you like reading? And just seeing the amazing content that they give you guys, and then you will join because Physio Network is amazing. We love to hear from you guys. If you have signed up for Physio Network, please let us know how your experience has gone. We'd love to hear, and we can pass on that information to them. Also, we are super pumped to finally announce the release of the Movement Coffee Club. What is this, you ask? This is a way that you guys can continue to connect and support the PT Coffee Cast community. So we have three clubs available for you guys. We have the Espresso Club, which each month you will get a personal message from Will and myself thanking you for the support the second club we have is the cafe club where you get everything in the espresso club as well as a shout out on an episode put on the list of the coffee club supporters and a bonus episode each month and then lastly we have our favorite club the mug club you get everything in the first two clubs as well as a pt coffee cast mug a monthly coffee subscription of our own coffee blend and a monthly mug club zoom call the reason why we put this club out is we want to continue to develop ways that we can connect with you guys the community as well as have an opportunity for you to support us um, show us some love and allow for us to continue to develop and put out the best possible content you guys can support us for as little as three dollars a month this money is going to go directly back into the podcast for new things like audio equipment video equipment for better video content merch coffee everything's going to go back into the pt coffee cast so we can continue to provide you guys with some pretty cool opportunities if you're interested in supporting us you can check the link in our bio on instagram at the pt coffee cast or at the movement pts and click the coffee club as well as in our show notes of each episode we'll have a link there for you to head over and join guys thank you so much for the continued support and we hope that you enjoy this episode of the pt coffee cast Welcome to the Movement PT Coffee Cast, where we sit down and talk about physical therapy, health, and whatever else comes to mind during our coffee-infused conversations. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the PT Coffee Cast, brought to you by the Movement. My name is Dalton. 
and alongside me today is my beautifully bearded friend William. William, how are we doing today? Doing good, doing good. It's been a good day. Uh, lots going on. I see you've uh, got a nice beverage there. Yeah, I'm going um, carbonated for today's <laughs> podcast, steering away from my fourth cup of coffee. I I had to pass on it. It's a little late in the afternoon for me. Didn't want to be up all night, so I made the decision to have a bubbly instead. <laughs> I appreciate it. And uh, by the way, I appreciate that uh, that book that you gave me. I'm excited to uh, dive into it. Yeah, I think it's I think it's cool. You know, I feel like we uh, we push each other. You know, to mm-hmm. try to to learn and be better. Can always be better. Yeah, it's a good book. The Power of Moments. I think is Ooh. the title of the book. I've I'm almost done it now. I really enjoyed it. I think you're gonna enjoy it. Every time I read through that book, I'm like, I was thinking of you the whole time. I'm like, I gotta get Will this book. So <laughs> I put on like my uh, my jolly old Saint Nick outfit today and delivered you a Christmas book. <laughs> That's always good. Yeah, I made my day, so you know, I'm pumped. And uh, yeah, if anyone wants to check that out, it's called The Power of Moments. Yeah. Um, but we're gonna dive into today's episode, guys. So we are going to bring back. Um, an old segment. We're going to bring back the the espresso cast. So if you guys have been rocking with us for a while, you know that um, we've done these before. It was more just me kind of talking about a particular topic, um, kind of a shorter, more easily digestible episode. We do want to bring those back, um, but we want to bring them back with more um, of a focus on new grads and students and essentially how um, you know, if anyone's dealing with imposter syndrome, which a lot of us experience, like we want to share some thoughts and some ideas on how you can um, overcome that and become an effective clinician. Um, you know, we've we've experienced it and we've found ways and strategies to continue to to manage it um, and you know do our best to be as effective as possible. So we want to kind of share those with you um, in these quick quicker episodes, so you guys can can take the information and then go and apply it. So for today's first episode, um, we're going to talk a little bit about why we think you don't need to be adding more to your toolbox. Um, I'm going to have Will kind of lay out the topic for you, and then we're going we're gonna to dive, dive into all the fun stuff. All right, I'm ready to lay it out. Lay it out, baby. <laughs> I think lots of uh, healthcare professionals and students can relate to this uh, kind of quote that goes around when you're in school or when you're talking with your friends. Oh, you know, we're going to add another tool into your toolbox. And usually this tool is something like, you know, that you're going to do manually. It's soft tissue release technique. It's Graston. It's active release. It's, um, you know, taping. It's whatever you name it, right? There's all kinds of like techniques, tools, courses that you can take to quote unquote add new tools into your toolbox. Um, And I think what we're gonna be talking today is just about why we feel that's not actually the best way to approach one, selecting things to take as courses for like new development early on in your career but, and also uh, that it may not be the way that you become an effective, like competent clinician quickly after you graduate. Yeah, for sure. And I guess like a good place maybe to start would be, you know, 
what were like what were you thinking about when you first came out of physio school and when you were making those decisions as to like what courses you felt like you wanted to take um you know what what did that look like well i think when i was in school i was falling a little bit into that trap uh you know both of us were kind of like planning to make a bit of a checklist of like courses that we were going to take to quote unquote add tools you know, like I was already thinking acupuncture, uh, taping, yada, 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 right? Um, and I think as we went, we were lucky enough to have started the podcast and to talk to lots of people and get some good mentors ourselves. Um, and so I think towards the end of our like student career, we sort of had a bit of an idea, a different idea into uh, where we wanted to go. So I felt like I wasn't in a rush to one really take very many courses and there were just some other things that I felt like I wanted to focus on and prioritize. Yeah, and I think a big part of of that was just like us kind of establishing I think they've evolved since then, but establishing like our philosophies and in, in values around like how we wanted to approach our career like I, I do remember I think the podcast and our the mentorships that we did have did a a wonderful job of like exposing us to some of these things but I do remember having many conversations like with you about like how we would view, viewed ourselves as like um, clinicians and what we wanted to do and the environments that we wanted to work in and all that kind of stuff that really I think helped us make the decisions coming out of school that like okay we're gonna take courses that we feel like are going to um help us develop those you know those skills um instead of just like rushing into any course because it's kind of what you're told to do is to just continue to get education which i think is true but you know doing it with purpose i think is important i think uh the kind of crux of the issue too is like just feeling like you don't have enough things to make an impact, you know? And I think what we realize and we try to preach is that you don't need more things to create an impact because you have a ton of knowledge. Mm -hmm. Um, And doing more treatments is not necessarily what's going to lead to successful outcomes and to uh, creating an impact on the people that you see. Mm -hmm. So what... So instead of, you know, instead of going and adding a bunch of these tools to the toolbox, like how would you, how do you view it? And then maybe like, what do you think should be focused on as a new grad when, when looking at trying to have an impact on, um, client outcomes or client care? Yeah. I mean, I think one thing is just, um, strengthening your thinking, you know? And so like, like focusing on taking courses and uh, furthering your knowledge in terms of like just your your thought process, your reasoning, you know, for things. Uh, I think that's very important. Um, and also uh, making sure that you're placing an emphasis on communication and on building that like meaningful, trusted relationships with your clients. Because those things uh, we can all do. And if you can't communicate what you're doing with a client, then really 
you know, how much are you going to be able to accomplish? If you can't build trust with your clients, then how are you going to get them to engage in those behaviors that you want them to, that you know are going to lead to positive outcomes? So in my mind, it's focusing on those things that's going to actually help you create better impact. I guess the last thing I could say is just becoming like an effective coach, uh, being able to guide people through exercise, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, through actually achieving their goals through something that we know is evidence-based, which is providing exercise programs for people. Right, right. What would you, well, where did that knowledge come for, for you then, right? Like we, you know, we went through school just like every other physio in Canada has to go through school. Like what what do you think allowed for you to grow that that knowledge? And maybe, you know, it doesn't have to be necessarily a specific course, but like maybe it's a course, maybe it's like, someone you've learned from like where can where do you think you know new grads and students can go to start to learn some of the stuff because it's not something you know unless it's drastically changed over the last couple years since we've left which I don't think it has um it's not necessarily something that gets covered in school maybe in like um an easily digestible way of seeing it through right it might be little pieces of it here and there um, so where, where did you kind of learn some of that stuff? I think there are a variety of like different resources, you know, mm-hmm. like, um, one, a big one being Nick Hanna with Hannah moves, just talking a lot about like communication and therapeutic relationship and how important that is and how to, how to try to achieve that. And also, uh, people like, um, Greg Lehman, um, Jared Hall, uh, people who, like even like Ben Cormack, just people who are uh, thinkers, you know, and present pe- things in a very, uh, in a way that's like uh, comparing and contrasting different arguments. Like it's very nuanced, you know, mm-hmm. and recognizing that I didn't need to add tools to get better at any of that stuff. Um, and of course, like through, uh, these different resources realizing like diving deeper into the evidence and realizing how how important uh, it was to deliver on those areas versus uh, really what I was seeing was a lot of these tools are very similar in how they work and so you only really need a little bit right. of a way to for example, achieve symptom modification, right? Right. Whereas if I can dive in and be a better coach, be a better communicator, build more trust, uh, deliver good, uh, customized, like individual exercise programs, I can only have what I have now and still create a way better impact. And I think what I realized too was if I'm spending so much time learning all these tools and trying to uh, use a thousand different things in my treatment session, I'm not actually getting the learning, right? Because you're falling back on those things. You're not working on your communication. You're not working on developing better relationships. You're not getting better at individualizing your programs for people because you're kind of muddling the waters. Mm -hmm. It's not always more is better. Mm -hmm. Uh, instead I think just through these different resources realizing maybe it's about refining it 
and you can do that right away and create a lot of impact. Yeah, was, that was going to be one of my, my comments on that is like, I think when you're focusing on things like, you know, communication or how can I like learn how to coach or facilitate or create like a better um, plan for the client to follow through on, it's so much easier to go and try and implement those things right away into your, into your clinical practice. Like, um, when you just graduate as opposed to like having to learn a technique or, um, you know, try to get better with doing a certain manual manipulation or using like a grass and technique that requires some like practice with whatever they use to do that. You know what I mean? Like, whereas when you, you know, these things I feel like are a lot easier for you to go into a session and be like, okay, I'm going to work on, um, you know, listening in this, assessment and I'm going to make that a big focus so I can pull out something from that assessment that I know is going to be impactful throughout their actual program or I'm going to go and focus on you know with this client today that I'm working with from a tendon rehab perspective I'm just going to focus on changing one variable even though there's a lot of other things that I know Mm -hmm. are going on like I'm going to focus on changing one variable today and see how that kind of responds like I feel like those things are a lot easier to implement and um, learn from and take less kind of effort, I guess to say, let's say than like having to try to do some kind of skill, you know? Yeah. It's like effort in a different way. Yeah. You know, I I think maybe people assume that they're already there. Mm -hmm. Uh, perhaps that's like, um, one of the things, Mm -hmm. but I think I challenge people on that. Uh, I think you can always get better at your communication at your uh, ability to like give an effective program to progress and regress, lateralize exercise to simplify, to communicate those plans, like those things. I just don't think, uh, I don't think that likely it's an overestimation mm-hmm. as to how good we are at these things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think there's a lot of room and it can make you, create a really big impact uh early on yeah maybe just like the last little bit to wrap up here um you know if there's like let's say there's a new grad or a student that's listening to this and they're feeling overwhelmed and they're feeling like i gotta add a bunch of things to the toolbox like you know what is what is maybe like a few ways that they can take what they they currently have right now and go into like their next session and try to like implement some of these things that we just talked about. Do you have any like thoughts on maybe how they could do that? Yeah. You know, I think just, uh, narrowing down the things that you believe actually get clients better, you know, and just focus on one thing, right. Uh, dive into the research, what it says on, on that thing and go from there. You know, it could be as simple as working on your questions and your subjective history and how can you get the most amount of information possible uh, from that subjective while connecting to the person in front of you, Mm -hmm. right? And that could be one thing that you could focus on for a month without touching anything else. And I think just doing that, you would end up uh, finding yourself um, learning a lot more and ultimately getting better and creating more impact. Yeah, no, that's good. Yeah, I think um, 
I think just to summarize, you know, a, a big thing, you know, is not going in and having to chase all these things right away. I think if there's at some point, you know, you want to learn acupuncture, you want to learn those things, I think that, you know, go for it, right? But I think from from our perspective, and I think this requires not having to add a, a ton of things to your toolboxes, like become a good thinker, um, you know, learn how to communicate, which includes listening and being effective in doing so, understanding how to facilitate, coach, plan a session for a client and how you can continue to refine that process and make it very smooth for that that person because i think if that's a big part of it and you can learn skills and you can do certain things in your sessions strategically to do that that's going to make that experience a lot better which is ultimately going to result in better outcomes um for the client so i think like those things are things that you can go and do without necessarily having to add a whole bunch of tools in your toolbox that doesn't mean that they're easy they're definitely challenging and it's definitely re- going to require some education around those things but i think what people will start to realize is they actually have a lot more understanding of how to do those things than they think once they kind of like look at it from from that perspective you know like most of us have our bet are pretty good at communicating right we we know how to talk we know how to interact with people most you know most people um, have a good understanding of what like a plan should look like. You know, you need to refine it, but you have a good understand, understanding of what it should look like. Um, so I think you know more than you think, and it's just a matter of continuing to dive into those things and making them a lot more um, efficient, strategic, refined. Yeah, refining the stuff that you already know how to do, mm-hmm. you know, but just taking it that next level up. Um, simple example to kind of wrap it up is like just navigating conversations around a diagnosis yeah that's like what we know you know what it is and what's going on but communicating that to somebody while instilling confidence is not just challenging but really helpful for people if you can do that well Mm -hmm. and you can if you work on it yeah yeah, sweet. Um, so we'll wrap it up there, guys, so we keep this this short um, espresso cast, right? Uh, if you guys have any questions, uh, reach out to us, especially around these topics. Like, um, we, we want to start to have more of these conversations. Um, we want to start creating more content around, you know, new grad students, how, you know, we can help you guys, what we've learned um, from being new grads and students and now that we're into a, working um, through the movement with some mentorship stuff we're gaining a lot of insight into like what you guys as new grads and students um, are struggling with or are looking for so let us know because one if you have questions or topics that you think are important or you need to know want to learn a little bit more about we want to be able to provide you with that and two um, feedback is always good if you like these episodes, if you don't. Um, so you can do so uh, on Instagram at the PT Coffee Cast. Shoot us a DM there. Follow us there for all the episodes. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on all podcast platforms. Um, if you guys enjoy the episode or take any value away from the episode, leave us a review. Just helps us kind of move up the charts, continue to reach more people. Um, that's all we got for today, guys. We appreciate you. Make sure you drink lots of coffee or have some bubbly, whatever you feel is better. We love you guys. Peace.